<laughs> I will never, I will never not have uh, issues with my webcam software. It's just a thing that's going to always exist. Anyway, well, hello and welcome, welcome and hello. Today, well, today is Thursday, which means yes, that it is vlogged in. I've got. Got another long, action-packed vlog for you. Thank you so much for, for joining me, for coming to hang out here on Thursday on the vlog. This is how we wrap up the week of reviews. We talk about uh, beer. We do some first impressions. We talk about a little bit about advocacy. I like to talk about music, viewer mail. There's just a lot that's going to kind of be jam-packed into the next 45 minutes to an hour. So thank you so much for joining me. Take some time right now. Pause the video. Get yourself a beverage. Get yourself a vape. Get on the couch and and, uh, and just hang out with me. I think this is uh, this is my favorite part of the week. I absolutely love the vlog, and I want to thank everybody for uh, for showing up. So first things first, let me get out my vlog notes. I should have all my links all ready to go, and and this, that, and the other. But uh, you know, we run into some hiccups sometimes. Before I get to beer, we usually start off with beer. But before I get to beer, I do want to talk about uh, some advocacy stuff. Arthur uh, reminded me. Um, that there is a Utah tax going crazy over there in uh, in Utah, and I'll post a link in the description to the CASA call to action for Utah. Um, basically, if, if if implemented in the state level, these regulations could make Utah a regulatory island and cut consumers off from vaping products. Uh, one selection, uh, one section in particular would set a dangerous precedent in regards to acceptable levels of nicotine contained in bottled e-liquid uh, that could easily be exploited uh, to make them less effective. Damn it, Matt. Uh, Matt doesn't know that I'm blogging, vlogging right now. Uh, but then canceled. So feel the vapor? Feel the vapors coming on the reviewer's queue. Field of Vapor. Okay, well, I'm going to text you back later, Matt. That is ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Basically, uh, it's out of control. And there was a user on Reddit who goes by the name... <laughs> Plur Halloween. Okay, that is a weird uh, that is a weird username. But he posted some pretty shocking pictures. Um, he basically mocked up what these taxes would uh, would would happen, what they would accomplish uh, to the end consumer uh, in his store vaporcraziness.com in Riverton, Utah. And uh, so he he mocked up a uh, a receipt, and the receipt includes a, a clone mod, K L O N E mod. A Mutation X version 2, um, a bottle of juice, a 38 amp IMREN battery, and a charger. And if someone came into a store and purchased all these items, um, the total would be $205.95. The tax on those is $14. So his total, his grand total, was $220.06, right? And then he implemented this tax. On his on his system, the subtotal is still two hundred five ninety five for all these items. The tax was one hundred and seventy eight dollars, making the end consumer's total price three hundred and eighty four dollars. That is uh, that is 
That is ridiculous. Um, that is un- that is unbelievable. That is unbelievable simply because I don't think we should be punishing people monetarily for wanting to not smoke cigarettes. That is crazy to me. That's like punishing someone. That's like punishing someone who who is an alcoholic and they want to not drink anymore. That's like taxing them for that. That's like, well, you're drinking water. That's uh that's in place of the booze you would normally be drinking. We're going to tax that just for you. You're a special case. That is ridiculous. Maybe that's a bad analogy, but god damn it. It just makes me so mad. So I'm going to post a link in the description to uh Utah as well as Ohio. Now, Ohio has some pretty serious stuff going on. Um uh as as well uh they they basically want to tax liquid like tobacco and they're trying to turn bottles of liquid into equivalency of packs of cigarettes so according to ohio uh a 10 mil bottle equals five packs of cigarettes so on a 10 mil bottle you would be paying an 11 dollar tax on a 30 mil bottle because they say it's 15 packs of cigarettes you would be paying a $33 tax on a 30 mil, 30 mil bottle on top of whatever the store is charging. So if it's 20 bucks for a 30 mil bottle, you're paying $53 for a 30 mil bottle of juice because they're trying to you know, equate how many packs of cigarettes would be included in this 30 mil bottle of liquid. Um, that is uh, that. That is insane. So you can, uh, again, I'll post a link in the description to the CASA call to action. You can send an email to the Governor Kasich, who I believe we have talked about before. He seems like kind of a scumbag. Um, But what are you going to do? Obviously, here's what you're going to do. You're going to send an email over there. And uh, like I said, I'll post a link in the description. Advocacy stuff is uh, is important. And it's happening like crazy now as we get into the new year. A lot of state and local governments are trying to impose sort of their own regulations, which states' rights, absolutely, I'm a firm believer in states' rights. I think that if your state is doing things that you don't want to, then you have the opportunity to speak up and give feedback and change things. If not, then you just leave the state. You don't give the state uh, any more money. Um, Again, this is not really a, a libertarian free market thing, but yes, absolutely, states' rights. This state is uh, Governor Kasich. Kasich? He's an idiot, uh, and uh, yeah, you'll end up paying 53 bucks for a 30 mil bottle of juice. That is obscene. That is mental. Um, moving forward, uh, what we're going to do is get into some beer. So a dude, dude who goes by the name of Bobotron, that's right, Bobotron. I don't know if that's his real name. In fact, I can't imagine that's your real name. If that's your real name, then you have a boss name, but... Uh, but I don't think, for some reason, I don't think that's your name. So he sent me over, that's right... I was able to get some hop slam and everybody, everybody and their mother has been trying to pimp this juice to me, uh, including uh, everybody that I talked to on on Facebook and via email. Everyone's like, dude, you got to try hop slam. I was talking to Joe from Namber Juice. He's just like, dude, hop slam is the best thing I've ever put in my face hole. Hop slam, hop slam ale, ale brewed with honey. Uh, it's Bell's Brewery, which I believe is in Michigan. And so just for the fun of it, 
Thankfully, this is a uh, top and not a cork because fuck corks. So uh, I uh, I went over to Beer Advocate and uh, well, it smells like Lake Tahoe to me. Um, there's a 99 rating on here. 99. 99%. This is a world-class beer. Uh, I'm going to be pouring it over my keyboard again. One of my fancy glasses. Very, very light beer. I'm going to try to get a little bit of a head on here. Um, thankfully, this is a regular human-sized amount of beer. So hopefully uh, over the course of the vlog, I won't slowly be getting annihilated. But yeah, it seems uh, carbonated. There's some bubbles kind of going on there. Nice, nice little creamy colored head. Let's try it. Thank you, Bobotron, for the uh, for the hop slam. It's uh, it's sweet. It's kind of like if Pliny the Elder was sweeter. Um, Pliny the Elder is one of my favorite IPAs. Um, Russian River Brewing up in Northern California. Fantastic beer. Very one of those kind of rare sought after beers. It reminds me a lot of Pliny. If Pliny was sweeter, let's start with uh, the description here. Six different hop varietals added to the brew kettle and culminating with a massive dry hop addition of Simoki hops. Simco. Simcoe hops? <laughs> there you go. That is crazy. Uh, blend of grapefruit, stone fruit, floral notes, uh, generous malt, and a solid dollop of honey to provide just enough body to keep the balance in check, resulting in a remarkably drinkable uh, rendition of the double IPA style. And people really like this beer. Um, it has got a, a whole mess of reviews. It's got 11,000 ratings, which is crazy. Um, lots of initial head on the pour. Honey orange brown. I grab this, uh, find out quickly, is double hopped. Higher alcohol than I expected. It's a bitter sticking. Uh, it's a bitter sticking the leaf. Sticking the leaf, sucking the lime hop. What delivery? What? I don't understand uh, any of these beer reviews. Anyway, um, good. It, this guy says it was good but overrated. Uh, I think it's good. I think it's just good. I don't think it's overrated. I think it's just good. It's certainly not the best beer I've ever had. But if I had a choice between like Hop Slam or like, uh, I don't know, Ballast Point Sculpin or some other famous IPAs, um, I might go with the Hop Slam. It is very easy to drink and it's sweet, which I like. But you get that pine, like that hoppy pine scent. Aroma, I should say. Aroma is how the pros say it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really good. Someone else described the aroma as nice but offensive. I don't find it offensive. It reminds me of like uh, camping in high school. We used to go camping a lot. I grew up in Lake Tahoe, Nevada, and me and my buddies would go camping a lot. Kind of reminds me of camping for some reason. Hmm. No matter. Moving forward. I don't even have a juice that pairs with an IPA. I really don't. I'm going to do this. Nope. Strawberry lemonade does not pair with IPAs.
Oh, well, no big deal. It's good. Uh, thank you so much, Bobo Mouse, for sending this my way. I'm going to continue consuming this as we move forward into the blog. So, of course, of course, one of the big sections of the blog that ends up a vlog that ends up taking so much time up is uh, is the shout out. So the first shout out that I want to do is and everybody just listen real quick. Just can I have your attention for one second? Um, I get a lot of shout out requests. Anywhere from 15 to 20 every single day. Um, I simply just can't fit everybody in. So I pick through and I, and ones that stick out to me, and then I'll shout out, and then maybe other ones. And, you know, it's a process of trying to decide who I'm going to include because I know I can't include everybody. So I apologize. So if you go on Instagram and you just leave me a comment and it's like, hey, bro, shout me out chances are you will not be getting a shout out or if you send me an email that's like hey i love your videos i just started watching you should shout me out i'm probably not going to shout you out i will reply to your email and that's kind of where it will end there's a lot of shout out requests that i get some are you know i have to evaluate which ones i'm actually going to do but this first one i promised this guy a shout out a while ago on facebook goes by the name of dj trizzles and you know hip-hop uh rap uh, it's not really my thing man i'm not into it i'm really much more of a metal guy which is why when we get to the music section we're going to be talking about a lot of metal but dj trizzles he's got this video uh, and he did, uh, it's kind of a music video song, The Cloud Chasers Vape Anthem Part 2, Fog Up the Room. And it's a, it's a song. It kind of sounds like this. Rapper's Life. And it's a cool video and there's vaping. It's that. It's it's this. Yeah. It's cool, man. It's cool, and they did a good job. It's not super appealing to me, but it's cool. And, I, you know, I like to see people that are passionate about stuff. This, this DJ Trizzles is clearly passionate about hip-hop. Clearly passionate about vaping, and he uh, he combined those two things together, and that's that's what I really admire about this. So I'll put a link in the description if you're so interested. You can check that out. Um, additionally, the first store in Canada uh, that's carrying Amber Juice. Uh, I uh, I own. Uh, his name is Chris. He says, I own North Island Vapors in Vancouver Island, British Columbia, Canada, and I am pleased to announce that I have successfully brought the first 260 bottles of Epiclouds into Canada. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Sorry, Sheik. Robin, why didn't you warn me that Stewart's no good? I brought the first 260 bottles of Epiclouds into Canada for sale at my brick-and-mortar store. We are very excited about this. Absolutely, Chris. Um... That is, uh, that's very cool. So, uh, yeah, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, um, carrying Epiclouds over there at the North Island Vapors. He's the first, first store in Canada to carry the Epiclouds, and I think that's, uh, I think that's just cool. You know, that's one of those things that just, 
that just makes me happy, that just makes me excited. You know, I'm not here to push Namber Juice on anybody. I think it's fucking fantastic, but you know, I'm just glad. I I'm just glad and overjoyed when I see people enjoying the juice. That just that oh man, that just makes me uh that just makes me happy. That just makes me happy. So, let's get over to my shout outs area. I'm going to do maybe one maybe one more shout out uh for vlog. I have a whole email list of shout outs for shout outs for shout outs. Uh what do you have to say? Hmm. Um here let's let's shout out James real fast. Um this is uh this is going back to December 10th 2014, he writes to me and says, Hey, Nick, my name is James, and I was wondering if you could give a shout-out to my brother, Jake. That's right. I saved this one for a reason. I wondered if you could give a shout-out to my brother, Jake. He's a father of two and a veteran of the United States Marine Corps uh, when he served a tour of Afghanistan, uh, where he served a tour of Afghanistan. Uh, when Jake was in high school, he suffered traumatic brain injury where he was in a coma and was left with a severe short-term memory loss. After a year or so, he recovered. However, he has Tourette's and bad stuttering issues. He constantly switches between vaping, between chewing and smoking, and I'm really trying to convert him over to vaping. If you could shout him out, I think he would really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Huge fan. Absolutely. Uh, James, uh, I will shout your brother out, Jake. Uh, Jake, thank you so much for your service. Obviously, as a free American, I truly do appreciate it. Um, Listen to... uh, Listen to your brother James here. He knows what he's talking about. Vaping is is just fantastic. Try it. You might like it. Stick with it. Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's it's life changing. So absolutely, James. I will shout your brother out. And uh, let's do one more. Let's go way back. Uh, let's go. Yeah. Let's go even farther back. Let's go back. Oh no. No, I can't go back that far. That one's gonna that one's just gonna whew, that one's just going to uh that one's just going to make me tear up and cry. I get a lot of uh, very sad stories that that pull at my heartstrings. Uh let's shout out Jay here. Hey, my name is Jay and I was wondering if you could do a shout out uh in one of your vlogs for a Facebook group I'm in. I've been vaping for 6 months and I've been watching your videos almost the entire time. Uh the group is Vaping Newbies and he sent me a link which I'll put in the description. They're primarily a Canada. They're primarily based in Canada, but uh cater to neighbors from down below as well. They've been monumental in help for me about a thousand other vaping newbies. Best group hands down to learn in. They have vendors and veterans that are willing to answer any and all questions to make vaping easier and fun for all. Say hi to Sinister Gordon McPhee for me, and I would be grateful forever. Uh, thank you so much. Even if you don't, uh, I know you get a lot of these requests. Hashtag Grim Army raises fist. Uh, absolutely. Jay, I'm going to put a link to this in the description to uh, your Facebook group that you're a member of, Vaping Newbies. It sounds like it's uh, sounds like it could be pretty helpful. I do my best uh, with correspondence to try to reply to people and answer people's questions, whether it's on uh, you know Instagram, Facebook, or via email. But uh, I just 
you know, it, it gets a little bit overwhelming sometime. Um, just helping one person at a time, and this sounds like a group that you can go to uh, to get your answers, to get your questions answered. So yeah, that's what we got. That's what we got as far as shout outs right now. And I'll have links in the description to the beer and to the, 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 the music video that I talked about and the Vaping Newbies group over there on, uh, on, uh, on Facebook. So yeah, now that we are 20 minutes in, it is time. It is time to do some first impressions. Oh shoot, I don't know anything about this. I don't know anything about this. I don't know anything about this. I guess I guess I'll link to Koval Vapes. Viper Vape has it too. Sure, I'll link to them in the description as well. Um, yeah, so I went over to uh, I went over to Flawless Vape Shop. Went over to Flawless. Okay, why did you change the? What? Fuck you, Viper Vape. Your page sucks. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Viper Vape. Your page doesn't suck, but it was giving me like a redirect loop. Like I kept clicking, yes, I'm 18, and it would reload the page and say, are you 18? And I'd click yes, and it would reload the page and say, are you 18? And I would say yes. So we're going to go with Koval Vapes on this one. So, um, yes, I met Mr. Rigmod, the creator of the Rigmod, seller of the Rigmod, over at uh, Flawless Vape Shop for their Cloud Comp. It was a qualifier for the SoCal Vape Expo, which I will be attending as well. Had a great time. Uh, I met some uh, some very cool people. I had a chance to hang out with uh, with Chelsea again, and I met uh, you know uh, oh god oh god I am a terrible person. I am a terrible person for not remembering your name. I I I am a terrible person for not remembering your name. Cam, Camille. That's right, Cam. I knew it was something like that. Cam had a, I had a chance to meet Cam. Uh, she works for uh, she works for a local vape and is doing the uh, you know the uh, the vape sirens. Like it's a model search for vaping, which uh, I think is very cool. And I actually had a chance to like uh, you know talk to her back and forth during the cloud comp. And she's she's very uh, she's very very into vaping. Um, and I love the idea of her model search. And you know she's very strict on like. You know, the models have to be vapors already. You have to be passionate about vaping. You have to care about things like Safada and Kasa and uh, taking action and, and being part of the community. And you can't just be, you know, some pretty face with tattoos who's holding like an e-cig. I mean, that's not her thing. But I had a chance to meet her. She is just fantastic. Her and her fiance both are just, uh, both are just fantastic people. But at, at, I threw my vaping militia vape band on here. Uh, I got I got this at Flawless Vape Shop. This is a this is an this is like an Army Green Rig mod, number two, uh, with a Roughneck atomizer attached. And the Roughneck is kind of turns the Rig mod into a hybrid. Okay, so it's got these big threads on here, and there's nothing to adjust because it's already auto adjusted to the battery. It just screws onto the threads of the Rig mod just like this and there's a deck in there and these big like Cylon style airflow holes and a big chuff style top cap on there uh, the folks over at Flawless Vape Shop built this for me 
Um, not that I can't build, but I was a little bit busy and they said, oh, do you want us to build that? And I was like, fuck, you know what? That would be really cool. Thank you. And uh, they built it with 20 gauge Canthal. Came out to 0.2 ohms, I believe. Um, it's been uh, it's been fantastic. I've been closing off the airflow just a little bit because you do have that option to do that on the Roughneck. The Roughneck has a lot of airflow. The airflow slots are wide, but they're narrow. They're kind of short. They're not really like these tall, wide slots. They're like these short, little, narrow slots. Uh, it's been great. Um, the flavor isn't unbelievable, but it's still highly, highly decent. Um, I saw some, maybe I shouldn't say it. I saw some prototypey stuff he was working on with top airflow that uh, obviously I'm a big fan of that. The airflow is, uh, the airflow is really nice. Um, the flavor is actually pretty good, but the performance I get from this 20 gauge dual coil build on here uh, is, is just great. throwing a little SD push in there. This is the juice I was trying to pair with the beer earlier. Mm -mm. Not really a good pairing there, but yes, that beer is still delicious. So I don't know if he sells the rigs and the roughnecks separately. So the mod is the rig, the atomizer is the roughneck, and it's designed, this atomizer only goes on this mod. This is this is how I will be rocking this setup. There's no other possible combinations here. It's roughneck and rig, and it's designed to be a little bit smaller, a little bit more uh, manageable. I mean, when you look at, I don't have anything offhand, big mods and, you know, there's a 510 and then the atomizer on top. This is a little bit more streamlined. It sits nice and flush and flat on there. I kind of have this vaping militia vape band on here in the event that I over drip so that it can maybe... Uh, Maybe just uh, catch just a little bit of that juice on there. Plus, if it falls, falls on the vape band, which I think is uh, I think is a smart idea. But yeah, the rig roughneck combo. I'll link to Koval Vapes. They don't have the roughneck separately, but you can get the rig and the roughneck for two sixty. Woof! Which is uh, that's a lot of scratch. That's a lot of scrilla. Let's look at the specs. Twenty five millimeter diameter. It's one hundred and ten millimeters long. Copper. Copper top and bottom contacts, Delrin insulators. I already did a review video for the rig mod, and I really, really enjoyed it. And the Roughneck kind of completes the package of that uh, of that rig mod. It makes it look very samey, samey, sort of matchy and and nice. And I've I've just really been enjoying it. It's been. Uh it's been pretty fantastic. So moving on to another. This isn't a first impression, okay? This is, uh, I've already done a review for this. This is the my old Joe Lit NES custom mod, uh, number 23. It used to have a DNA 20 in it. DNA 20 in it. Um, and I kept using it, even though it had a DNA 20 in it, I kept using it. And then one day my 510 connection broke. So I sent it back to Joe. He had it for like... Uh, three years and then he sent it back to me with the dna 40 on the inside my battery is almost dead but yeah now there's a nice big dna 40 screen in there i've got it topped off with this new tank that i got from soft vape that is leaking all over the place it just leaks this tank is weird it's kind of like a k-fun tank but it's designed for bigger lung inhales Weak battery. Come on, give me something good. 
It's designed for long inhales, and my battery keeps cutting off because I should have charged it. Good God. I should have charged it beforehand, but it's just a Nintendo controller, okay? It's just, you can hold it, and it feels like a Nintendo controller. It's kind of great. Um, I've I've enjoyed uh, I've enjoyed it. Thank you, Joe Lit, for uh, replacing that with the DNA forty. But I did want to talk about this soft vape tank. I have far too many far too many first impressions. Oh come on, Google! I think I have a virus because occasionally um, Google Chrome just opens on my PC over here, and I don't know why. Just opens, opens for no reason. Let me throw this on the Segeli one hundred watt plus. So this tank is kind of an optical illusion. To see how it looks full of juice, and then you flip it upside down, and all that juice comes out, and you see the chimney in there, and see that little puddle of juice at the bottom? That's all the juice that's in the tank. But then when you flip it right side up, it fills in. So that, that chimney in there is taking up a lot of space. Um, sure, 50 watts, let's see. Great. That's great. That's that is great. The flavor is actually really nice. Um, all things aside, I have actually been enjoying this soft vape tank. Uh, I'll try to track down a link and put it in the description, but I may not be able to find it because I wasn't even really going to talk about that today. Um, the one thing that I did want to talk about is this Hercules tank. Hercules tank. Uh, CJ over at Vapor Venue sent this my way. I've got it on my Segeli 100 Watt Plus, which I'll have a video for next week on uh, Wildcard Wednesday, I believe. So the coils on this are 0.6 ohms. It says it can handle 50 to 60 watts. So I put it at 50 watts. It can handle it. I mean, good flavor really good performance um i see bubbles coming out so i know that it's wicking it's called the hercules tank by sense um it says it uses cotton on the inside it has a uh dual coil 0.6 ohm build i'm gonna have to double check on that let's see uh sense tank so vapor range has it uh for sale it says it can hold handle up to 75 watts um other tanks can only handle 30 watts without the coil burning. Um, this is at 50 watts, no coil burning, 22 millimeters around, copper bottom contact, coils made with organic cotton, uh, Pyrex glass tank, holds about 3 mils of juice, so it's somewhere along the lines of the original Aspire Atlantis tank as far as juice capacity goes, but 50 watts, should we try higher? Should we try 60 watts? 60 watts. This is over 6 volts. Let's see if it gets any burnt flavor. Wow. No burnt flavor. <laughs> no burnt flavor at all. That's kind of crazy that there's no burnt flavor right now at 60 watts it's uh it's really wicking the juice i tear through juice on these things man both this and the arctic i'm filling up five or six times a day because i just tear through juice on them what i think i'm going to do there's so many there's so many of these tanks 
that exist, these sort of sub-ohm tanks like the Hercules, like the, you know, the Arctic, the, uh, the Mellow. What I'm going to do is throw the rest of them that I have into into their own video. So I've already done videos for the, you know, the Kanger uh, sub-tanks. I've already done a video for the Aspire Atlantis and the CF sub-ohm battery. What I'm going to do is take the remaining tanks, which I think is only three, three, including the Delta, maybe four, and just put them all in one video. I want to compare them all, see the similarities, see the differences. I think I'm just going to throw them all into one video. I don't think I'm going to have a separate video for the Hercules or a separate video for the Arctic. I think I'm going to throw them all in, uh, in one video just because there's so many of them. I like them. I like using all of them, which is so weird. But uh, but yeah, we're gonna throw those all into one video. But yeah, the the Hercules holding up at sixty watts. Smoke Tech. I forgot. Smoke Tech has a tank too. Smoke Tech has their own vapor chaser tank, which I actually really like. But you can't fill it up all the way, which really bums me out. Hmm. All right, let's have a sip of beer. Let's get on to the last first impression. So this one just arrived, and oh man, I've just, uh, have you ever just fallen in love at first sight with something? That's exactly what happened with this mod. I uh, I fell in love with it, and when I saw how the, the springs worked in the bottom, I fell even farther in love with it. So let me try to get my screwdriver. God. Okay, desk. Okay, you win this round. Let me get my screwdriver out here. Because that's what you need to adjust. So this right here comes from Touch Torch. Pardon me. Torch Woodworks. It is logoed on the inside. Torch number six. Has a magnetic battery enclosure with zero play. Up and down, back and forth. Doesn't even matter. There's a little tiny cutout right there. A little tiny sort of ditch that you just oh you lift and it just lifts off like magic kind of reminds me kind of reminds me of the my box the my box that i love so much that i broke and had to send back for repairs currently rocking it with two mxjo batteries it's an unregulated wooden mod there's no grips on this side it's just flat and it just feels nice it's nice and rounded over everything even where the door fits the door itself is rounded and it's just it rounded all around rounded on the bottom you have a button up here that is uh, MOSFET protected so I can run this 0 0.2 ohm arctic tank on here with no problems look at that it just fits in your hand you have a thumb button right here I may take this to Tampa with me I'm strongly considering taking this to Tampa with me um, I may or may not take this to Tampa with me. I'm, that's this weekend, by the way. This weekend, VCCT in Tampa. Plane ticket is purchased. Hotel is booked. I will be there. Nambridges will be there. I'm very excited, and I might take this with me. It's just been... And it's it feels substantial, but it's not like super-duper heavy. Um, yeah, I mean, it was kind of love at first sight, and I'm trying to... I'm trying to nitpick it. I mean, it's my job to nitpick it. Now that I look at it, oh, the button isn't quite centered on the mod. It's kind of off. Pardon me. It's kind of off to the right side. Maybe I'll have to say that. Shh. 
Now I've just been using this mod with tanks because I'm worried about juice dripping out from an atomizer and kind of getting on the wood finish. I want to avoid that. He did send along some like polishing wax and a little rag so that you can uh, you can polish up your mod and, and clean it and keep it nice and wood. I'm assuming it's a it's a protected wood. So this is the this is the curly maple. And I'll post a link in the description to where you can check it out. Keep in mind that uh, this is made by a guy. Just a guy crafting wooden mods. It smells it smells like wood. Oh, it smells like wood. It smells like maple wood. And so the asking price is uh, is high. I mean, you will need your vape budget hands, $210. And what I have to decide over the next few weeks before I do an actual review for this is do I like it enough to spend $210? Right now, I would say absolutely, but I don't know. I need to spend more time with it. What I think is really unique is the way that, uh, the, way that the batteries are in there. So you see these two screws on the bottom? Well, those are two screws that are in the base there, and that's what holds your batteries up. So when you want to take your batteries out, you back these screws off like one turn, and your batteries come out. And that's the inside, nice and clean. And then when you put your batteries in, positive side up, positive side up, you just drop them in there. You take a screwdriver, and you give it like one turn up until it's snug. And then you give this like one turn up until it's snug and now your batteries are snug snug in there they're not going to fall out there's no rattling whatsoever like i said i'm going to have to report back uh later on with my full review of this mod as it stands right now it's pretty fantastic there's a little bit of a gap right there isn't there there's no play but there is a little gap in the door this little gap right there that little seam there's a little gap right there, so it's not flawless. It's not unbelievably flawless. But it's been rad. It's been working good. Thank you so much to Torch Woodworks for sending this my way. Like I said, I will report back with a uh, with a full uh, full review. These are made in uh, in New Mexico. Torch Woodworks is based out of New Mexico. It's milled from a single piece of curly maple. The grain in the lid matches the grain in the body, which it certainly does. You can see it perfectly right there. The wood grain is just fantastic. Um, you know, it is what it is. Obviously, yes, I will report back later. This first impressions is running far too long. I think that's the end. That's the end of the first impressions. And what I have to decide now is what I'm going to bring to Tampa. I think I'm only going to bring one mod to Tampa. I usually overpack my vape stuff. I usually end up bringing like four or five mods, a whole bunch of atomizers that I never use, a whole bunch of juice that I never vape. So what I'm going to do is limit myself to a singular mod. Which singular mod am I going to bring? I don't know. You'll need to check with me in Tampa to see... Uh, to see what I brought. So now that that's out of the way, I do want to do some. Uh, I do want to do some retro vaping. Mm -hmm. 
All right, so you don't get much more uh, retro than this. Actually, that's not true. You do get a lot more retro than this. This this mod came out, let's call it 2011, and I'm not gonna be able to vape this mod, unfortunately, because it uses batteries that I simply don't have anymore. I don't have any 14500 batteries. This ran on two 14500 batteries. It was a plastic five volt regulated box mod. And when I got it, I even thought it was a little on the big side. Like, I put a Grim Army sticker on there. This, this was a little on the big side. Clicky, clicky horn style switch, and it was a 5 volt regulated mod. And it used two 14500 batteries, and I absolutely loved it. And believe it or not, there was a time in vaping where ohms weren't a thing. <laughs> like, we didn't think about what ohm is this atomizer. We just got our atomizers from China and whatever they were, they were. And we didn't know. And that's why variable voltage became so popular because you could buy an atomizer from China without knowing the ohm of it, throw it on like a Buzz Pro or like a Vamo, and you could adjust the voltage up and down because atomizers came from China. And if they're like, all these atomizers are three ohms, some of them would be like 2.6 or 3.4. They would be around three ohms, but they wouldn't be exactly three ohms. And so it was kind of a gamble. That's gambling. That's not anything dirty. That's gambling. It was kind of a gamble as to what your ohms were. And so a lot of people, myself included, back in the day, thought five volts was like the sweet spot. You could rock anything at five volts and it would just be sort of that like perfect vaping experience. One of the reasons I loved this mod so much was I just loved box mods. I liked boxes with buttons and atomizers attached to them. In fact, I believe, I'm gonna call out my good buddy Flitzanu, Narcissus Flitzanu here. Um, I believe he rocked a big kazoo up until 2014 with a gooseneck, which I don't have a gooseneck right here with me. But I believe he rocked a big kazoo with a gooseneck at the last Vape Bash event. I believe he did. I think I saw him with a big kazoo and a gooseneck. He is like the most retro retro of vapors. He has, he has not, uh, he just now got into rebuildable atomizers. And I love you, Flitz. And I can't wait to hang out with you in North Carolina. He gets what he gets and he likes it. And then, you know, everybody's using rebuildables. He's like, okay. I guess I'll get a rebuildable. And he just got a rebuildable like this month. I believe he was rocking a big kazoo. These were cheap. These were like $35 mods. You had to supply your own batteries, but it was regulated five volts. Look how small this is. Compare this to the box mod that I'm currently rocking right now with dual 18650s unregulated box mod. And look at this little thing. <laughs> I mean, that is... That is obscene. And back then I thought, well, this is kind of a big box. It's kind of like a bigger sized box. I don't know. I just loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I can't vape on it. Can't vape on it, unfortunately, but uh, I simply don't have any 14500 batteries. But it's a very, very cool little box. These came from Kalamazoo Vapor Shop, which obviously... He doesn't sell these anymore. I don't know where you could find one, even if you wanted to feel nostalgic and buy a big kazoo, a five volt regulated box mod. But uh, but yeah, it was a thing and I absolutely loved it. I would just 
Throw an atomizer on there, drip it. 306 atomizers. Oh, I loved 306 atomizers. Big kazoo. I have very, very fond memories of sitting in my old, old, old place, sitting on the couch, watching The Simpsons, vaping with the big kazoo and a 306 atomizer on here, and just feeling like this is the best that vaping is ever going to get. It's never, this is it. This is my pinnacle. This is my unicorn. This is the best that vaping's ever going to get. Little did I know that we'd have, you know, uh, you know, parallel unregulated box mods with 0.17 ohm coils uh, that performed like you can't imagine. But yeah. Very fond memories of this mod. It will remain around uh, forever. Um, I'm going to be moving again, and I plan on having a bookcase or a shelf or something with mods. This will be proudly, proudly displayed on that uh, on that shelf. Quick little retro vaping segment there. But yeah, it was the big kazoo, and I'll link to my original uh, video, my original review of the big kazoo in the description to this video if you want to check out what regulated five volt uh what regulated five volt vaping was all about so what i want to do is transition into music right now and i don't have any oh wait shoot i should have done some research first so i got these clips right and uh oh i can't remember the guy's name that sent them to me I'm going to try to track down this information. I'm going to try to get a link for you in the description. But these clips are designed to work with uh, Mac mods. Let me grab my uh, let me grab my dot mod. These are designed to work with Mac mods. They snap on like that, and they and it you hold your Mac mod and you can hang it on your little belt loop. Can you see this belt? Just your mod hanging out right there just hangs on your person and you grab it and you vape it and then you I like this because uh, I hate having things in my pocket in fact shit I might bring this to vape slam I hate having things in my pockets um, it's just something that annoys me I don't like having my keys in my pocket I hate I hate that I have to carry a cell phone in my pocket. I hate having my wallet in my pocket. I don't like anything in my pockets. And so at Vape Meets, I always like pack my pockets full of vape shit. Like I'll have a mod and an, a bottle of juice in this pocket and a mod and a bottle of juice in this pocket. And it just gets super annoying. So these clips, they just clip on to your mod. And they've held every mech mod ever. And they're, you know, they're soft on the inside. They're like rubbery soft with a little felt pad on the inside. And you literally just snap it in and it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't move up or down. It's very secure, but you can kind of just pull it off uh, just like that. I'm going to try to track down this guy's name as to where you can find these clips. And he actually sells a clip that I haven't been able to get to work that's supposed to work with box mods. Maybe I'll try to throw it on that Segeli right now. It's supposed to work with box mods. Um, yeah, that could work. Let's try this. Let's just try this out right now. This one's made of uh, of carbon fiber, so it's uh, incredibly, incredibly, incredibly strong. You can kind of see the carbon fibery thing, but it has this 
ego adapter. What? That is too weird, man. It doesn't fit in there. This is supposed to work on box mods. Huh. I guess it does kind of work. I think there's supposed to be a felty thing there that I have lost somewhere. Yeah, there is. I found it. Maybe that's supposed to go underneath. Let's put that on top. Yeah, oh yeah, I see how that works. And now I have, you have a clip. You have a clip on your box mod, same thing. Doesn't fire, check your atomizer. Check your atomizer. Oh, come on. Oh, I see what's going on here. I see what's going on here. This one's a little bit more wonky. I'm. This one's a, a lot bit more wonky. Believe this guy will be at Vape Slam. I'm not 100% sure. No, it just says keep, says keep checking your atomizer. But that's the idea, is there's a little 510 to 510 in there, and your clip now sits on your box mod. So, same thing. Look at my pants. Look at that. Box mod. Stormtrooper box mod just hanging off my pants. And... Uh, if it worked, I mean, if I could fire my atomizer, that would actually be pretty cool. That would actually work pretty rad. I would actually rock that at like a meat or something. I would actually rock that at like a meat or something. But yeah, I'm gonna try to get this guy's information to where you can, uh, where you can pick up, check out, look at these clips. So now what I wanna do is get into some music now that this is stuck to my atomizer. Oh, come on. Oh, I hate my life right now. Okay. Okay. Crisis averted. Crisis averted. What I want to do is talk about some music. A fellow named Cody had emailed me, and I don't have any fancy uh, music time intro. Maybe I could make one. Maybe I'll try to make one and put it here. And if you saw some graphics there, then you know I succeeded. And if not, then I failed miserably. Good God, 60 watts. That is an intense experience. No matter, it's still working. So uh, a fellow named Cody messaged me and said, Dude, have you heard the new Red Fang album? And I was like, bro, fuck yeah, I've heard the new Red Fang album. I've never talked about Red Fang before. Um, let me open up my Spotify here, and I'll post a link in the description to a YouTube video for Red Fang. But Red Fang is uh, Red Fang is kind of amazing. Uh, let me find their album, Whales and Leeches. Red Fang, just a good, just a great band. Nope. Oh, they're so good. For a long time, I uh, I was obsessed with like post metal kind of stonery stuff, and Red Fang is one of those bands that I heard and I just instantly fell in love with. I was like, I love everything about this band. They're kind of stonery, kind of post metally, um, 
The guy sings like crazy, and the songs they write are really, really good. I like rock music. I like rocking out to rock music. Um, the next band that I want to play for you is called Lord Dying. Um, you can follow me. Go ahead and follow me if you want on Spotify. But I have a playlist in my Spotify that is called uh, New, <laughs> New Rad Things. And it's only two songs right now, but I'm going to talk about both of the bands. So what I like to do on Spotify is listen to artists' radio stations or listen to like new metal tracks. And a lot of it's junky, but occasionally a song will come up in like the new metal tracks that is just uh, that's just fantastic. And Lord Dying is one of those bands. A song called Poisoned Altars came on, and I. I was doing the dishes and I stopped and I was like, shit, that's good. So I added it to the new Rad Things playlist. Let's give it a listen, shall we? Not to mention their album cover is, uh, is very, very cool. Possible not safe for work content. Can you see that? That's cool. Lord Dying. I'll post a link in the description to this video for their YouTube video for Poisoned Altars. They're on Relapse Records. It's uh, it's quite, quite good, quite catchy for a metal. So the next band that I wanted to talk about as well is called... Over torture, over torture, and they are just a straight up sort of uh, death metal band. They're on Apostee Records, and I'll post the link in the description to where you can listen to Over Torture if you want. But they are just death metal. This is one of those bands that came up on uh, on Spotify when I was listening to the radio portion, and I did the same thing. I paused and kind of went, "Wow, that's really good." over torture embrace the end and they have like a typical death metal <laughs> death metal looking you know dead people and blood and gore which is cool really good uh, death metal and I like it because it reminds me of like old school death metal I'm a huge fan of like old school death metal like old carcass death uh, obituary I'm just a big fan of it, and a lot of the death metal that's coming out these days, I'm not really pumped on it. It kind of seems really contrived and uninspired, but I like that old death metal feel, and uh, Overtorture just has it in spades, and I think it's good. I think it's good shit. So I'll link, uh, I'll link in the description. I'll link in the description to where you can listen to not only Red Fang, but also Over Torture. Also, also, uh, I can't even remember the first band I played. 
Lord Dying. Overtorture, Lord Dying, and Red Fang. You can check out all those bands in the description. Um, as well as on YouTube, I have a playlist called uh, Vlog and Music Stuff. And it's all the bands that I've ever ever talked about on this vlog. And also, you can follow me on Spotify, Grim Green, and uh, check out my new Rad Things playlist, which I will hopefully be adding to things in the future. I just created a playlist. Just created a playlist on Spotify that is, uh, it's called Friday Night Delight. And once upon a time, me and my buddy Brandon, whom we call Meet, we used to work together uh, every Friday night. It was just me and him. There wasn't a whole lot going on. We were mostly cleaning up stuff, finishing out some things for the week. But it was just me and him all night. So we created a YouTube playlist called Friday Night Delight Volume 666. And it's just a bunch of metal songs. And I miss listening to that. So I recreated it. In Spotify. So if you follow me on Spotify, check out my Friday Night Delight playlist. It's everything we used to listen to every Friday night. Everything from Ghost and Catatonia to Anthrax, Emperor, At the Gates, Arch Enemy, Sepultura, Gojira. I even have I even have uh, my buddy Mark. I even have uh, some December. Oh, Mark, how far does this take you back? My good buddy Mark, uh, Mark Moots, uh, Moots Juice, future uh, Grim Cult Juices. He was in a death metal band called December, and they are fucking amazing. They've always been amazing. And yes, two December songs in that playlist. Um, yeah, that's what I got. Oh, this video is too long. This is too long. There's one more thing I wanted to touch on. Viewer mail. Viewer mail. All right, so I have one viewer mail right now, uh, and it's something that I've been wanting to talk about, and I'm gonna high, try to tiptoe around certain names of vape shops. Uh, I don't wanna do this. God, I don't wanna do this, but Shane, it has to be done. A fellow named Shane messaged me and said, uh, um, a while back, I had posted a video on Facebook of this kid who was maybe 14 doing vape videos. He's like, hey guys, this is my review of the MVP version 2. It's great. It just hits really well. And I'm 14 and I shouldn't be vaping. So I posted it on Facebook. Of course, everyone on Facebook kind of sprang, sprang into action and, and it just flagged it out of existence. Those videos don't exist anymore. So... This guy Shane messages me and says, so while I was going to the video of that little kid vaping, one of the recommended videos was this. So there is a, there's a, uh, a, a, a YouTube profile. Uh, the reason I'm having such a hard time with this is this is a store that I really, really like. I really, really like them. I really, really like the guys that work at that shop. And it just rubs me the wrong way. And I, I'm having a really hard time with this. But there's a YouTube channel called Ban E-Cigarettes. They have no subscribers. So I'm assuming it's sort of a trolling sort of account against uh, against vaping. Um, but the they have a video of little kids running around in a vape shop while the cloud comp is going on. Where do we draw these lines? Um, kids aren't allowed in casinos. <laughs> They're certainly not allowed in bars. Uh, 
where do we draw these lines? Do you as a vape shop owner, please give me feedback in the comments below because I would love to know, I would love to know what other vape shop owners think. Do you allow kids in your store? And do you think it's okay for kids to be running around and having fun during a cloud competition? And I don't know if you've ever been at a vape shop when there's a cloud competition going on, but I was just up at Flawless and in between the vape, in between the comp rounds, they turned on fans and opened the doors to clear out all the vapor. And then they would start over with the next round. When I was up at Vader Vapor, uh, it was just, you couldn't see across the room because the haze of vapor was so thick from everybody in the shop vaping as well as cloud comp going on. And they had the door open couldn't even see across the room because it was so thick. Well, there's a video uh, of a cloud comp of a shop that I really, really like. And I really, really like the guys that work there. Um, and it looks like a cloud comp and there's a lot of haze in the air. And then there's, uh, there's little kids running around. And by little kids, I mean like this girl's like seven running around in a vape shop during a cloud comp. I'm having a real hard time with this. I don't want to see that. I get that if you're an adult, don't, don't bring your kids into a vape shop. And don't let them hang out during a cloud comp. It's just... And it's not that I think that uh, secondhand vapor is going to like uh, infect them or make them addicted or anything like that. Because there's a lot of studies that show that secondhand vapor is basically harmless. It just looks bad. It's perception. It's how we as a community are being perceived by outsiders by people that aren't into the vape world, that people who, who are making laws and people who are in the mainstream media are, are, are seeing a video like this and going, wow, there's a bunch of adults in a vape shop, clouds everywhere, and then there's a little kid running around who's probably seven. It just... Uh, oh my God, it just looks... It looks bad. I am not. I'm not going to link to the video and I'm not going to say the name of the shop because I don't want to. Because I like this shop and I like the people that work at this shop. And today, I am probably going to go to this shop. Um, Maybe I'll bring it up with them. Maybe I'll talk to them and see what they what they think about it. Um, again, if you're a shop owner or you work at a vape shop, give me some feedback in the comments below. Let me know what your policy is. Um, it was very refreshing when I was at Flawless Vape Shop. They had a big sticker right on the right on the right below the point of sale system. That says uh, no one under 18, you know, it said 18, like under 18, and then with a line through it, and it says vape shops who card. 
and it says we card under 18. I think that's fantastic. That is just a good thing to implement no matter where you are. Um, you can do without the sale. If you're hurting for sales and you feel like, well, we might need to start selling to underage kids, close your fucking shop. Never sell to underage kids. This is a really super gray area. There's no laws. There's kind of, we have to self-regulate this. Where where do we draw the lines? Um, kids aren't allowed in casinos unattended, uh, meaning kids just can't go scurrying about and run around in casinos. Um, you know, there's a lot of places, tobacco shops, liquor stores, places you wouldn't want to take your kids and let them run around. I feel like a vape shop should be one of those places, especially especially during a uh, during a cloud comp. So, like I said, if you're a shop owner or you work at a shop, leave me some feedback below in the comments and let me know your rules and stances. If you allow kids in your shop or if you think it's a bad idea to allow kids in your shop or if you did previously and you decided that no, that was a bad idea. In fact, I know a lot of vapers who have completely quit vaping because of their kids, because their kids got too interested in it, because their kids liked the way that the vapor smells. People have quit vaping for their kids. Um, ugh, I hate calling people out and I don't want to call people out, especially people that I like, especially vape shops. But you know what? We kind of have to hold each other accountable and things like this because it's serious. This is out there hanging out all pink and naked on YouTube of little kids running around a vape shop during a cloud comp. Uh, we kind of have to hold each other accountable for stuff like this. Um, if there's one thing I hate, it is uh, it is drama. I, 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 who has time for drama? I spend all of my time doing vape stuff, whether that's working on Namber Juice, whether that's shooting, editing, and uploading YouTube videos, whether that's corresponding with people via email. I am so effing busy that I don't have enough time <laughs> to worry about vape drama. And so I feel like I'm like slightly creating some drama here. And I don't want to be, but I do believe that this is very black and white and we need to hold each other accountable for things like this. Kids running around in a vape shop, I feel like is probably not a, not a great idea. Not a great idea at all. So. Wow, uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Shane, for sending those my way. Uh, it's, it's a touchy subject, it's a touchy subject. So I'm gonna wrap this vlog up because it is running, uh, it is running very long. Um, this might be the last vlog from this uh, area. I, uh, uh, you know, like I said before in other videos and maybe I need to touch on again, I'm trying to keep my personal life a little bit more personal. Um, so there's people asking a lot of questions like, oh, where's Amber? Where's the jam attacks? Um, I don't like talking about it. Uh, Amber and I are not together anymore. I am living by myself in Southern California and I have a very small place right now. And this was really kind of a transitional place for me. Uh, I have applied to and been accepted to a different uh, apartment complex and it actually has a bedroom in it. A whole bedroom, one whole bedroom. And so uh, I'm hopefully going to be moving shortly after Tampa and 
getting uh, all set up in sort of a new uh, a new environment. So you know what? I'm very sentimental. I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss my little vape corner. I hope to have Stuart still included in it. Hope to have Batman still included in it. And uh, things are gonna be changing yet again. Life, life, life. As Jeff Goldblum would say, life finds a way. And so personally, there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm going to be moving again. So if you could keep the like the very personal questions, maybe don't ask the very personal questions because it's it's still a really rough, weird time in my life right now. And uh, I'm playing these a little close to the vest. Yes, I am going to be moving this. In fact, I know this will be the last vlog in this uh in this surroundings hopefully i'll have a brand new uh vape area to film in but uh that's what i got there's still a lot of stuff coming up um i like the three videos a week thing i think it's super cool wrap it up with the vlog still a lot of mech mods rdas uh regulated stuff we're going to be talking about different things like chargers oh that's interesting batteries oh that's interesting too um I'm attending a lot of vape meets this year, and I hope to see you there and hang out. And uh, maybe we can grab a beer or something. I would really enjoy that. But uh, thank you so much, everybody, for just kind of hanging in there during these during these weird times. I've been trying to move forward just business as usual, but it is a very, very weird time, and I'm not ignoring that fact. Um, the community has been unbelievably supportive, uh, so I can't thank you enough for that. And I just have some things to sort out, um, you know, over the next couple months. We'll see how it goes. But uh, thank you so much for watching, everybody. And as always, which what am I going to grab? Got to grab the wood mod. Thank you so much for watching. And as always, let's keep on vaping.